Hello and welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. This is the podcast for the side cash hustler. If you want insights, real life experience from people just like you on how they started creating side income, you are in the right place. Documented experiences of people creating a few hundred dollars to extra tens of thousands of dollars a month. Make sure to subscribe and review. This means more than you know. Also, feel free to check us out at selfreliantwealth.com. Before we jump into the episode, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Welcome back to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is episode number 63. Uh, This is going to conclude the interview with Bowman Farr, and we'll jump right back into the episode. Cool. So... I've got a, a couple more questions for you. I know I don't want to keep you, you know, too long on this interview, but I'm just loving every minute of this and just gaining so many golden nuggets from it. But um, when you guys started, you mentioned you were in college. How old were you when this campaign started? Um, 23, 23 or 24, something like that. It really just goes to show, you know, I mean, that age doesn't have to be a factor, right? I mean, so many people are, are like, well, I'm too young to start something or I'm too old. And I think the biggest lesson there is just start, right? I mean, just yeah. start doing, start hustling, start putting that time in. You guys mentioned you took a year in preparation to build this and, you know, you were able to develop from there. And I think, you know, that again, that's such a valuable lesson. It's, it doesn't matter how old you are, or where you're at in your life, just go out and do it. And uh, you'll be able to see the results from that. Yeah. If there was someone who knew less about starting a company and, and doing the work that it would take to do it out there than me, like, I don't, you know, I don't know that person. I, I had as little as anyone and you just, you figured out, man, Google is a pretty awesome tool. Yeah, that's a true story. And then, I mean, this, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that. I just, the thought just, uh, you know, hit me not too long before that we were, tying ropes behind cars and skiing off that same garage <laughs> roof that you were doing t-shirts out of. Yeah, that's right. We were, <laughs> we were towing down the driveway with the ski rope on top of the roof. Yeah. That was on top of the cab lab. It was dude. Yeah. Oh man. That's so funny. I love those just good experiences you remember. And it just, uh, it adds to the adventure and the journey. So, you know, moving on from there, you mentioned that you'd started another campaign um, and that was doing backpacks, correct? So we, we did a second campaign with the watches. The, the third Kickstarter campaign that I did was, yeah, it was the backpacks. So that's, that was, um, I did that campaign with a different good friend of mine from growing, from growing up at his name's Connor O'Leary, just a stud of a kid has a really cool story, uh, big time travel and adventure enthusiast. And, so yeah, so we did a travel and adventure backpack on Kickstarter and the brand name of that one's Wanaka Outdoors. So that was our third campaign that we did. Awesome. And how did that did first campaign with him? Yeah. Right. How did that second watch campaign do? It, it did well, nothing like, so we, we did more of a luxury watch. Um, so we did just over a hundred thousand with that one. Uh, we did a pretty, pretty quick campaign and most of most of, uh, of our money there was, you know, we didn't put a ton of money into advertising yet. Margins were way better on our website. So we thought, Hey, let's, let's throw it up on Kickstarter because we had this other one. Um, we, like I said, we, we didn't put a ton of money in ad spend. We kind of wanted to get that first initial order funded and then 
then we put more money into our website, you know, putting directing traffic straight to our website. Margins are a lot better there, but yeah, it was, it was they were much more expensive watches. We went to a, a stainless steel case still with the leather strap. And then we, but we stuck with the wood or bamboo dial of the watches. So that made it so they could be a lot more durable. Um, they're waterproof, but you know, much higher price point. So. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, so let's move along a little bit further than you started doing those campaigns. And you and I have been talking about, you know, some other areas of your journey. And I think that, uh, you know, this next phase of the conversation um, will really resonate with quite a few people um, in the sense that, you know, I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we, we definitely hear all these different people out there like Gary Vee or any of the others well-known people. They're like, if you're an entrepreneur, you got to grind and you got to focus on that. And that's all you do. And this, that, and the other. Um, and sometimes it's hard for people, whether they've, they have a, a career that they're in, you know, stepping away from that or, you know, all these different factors that go into just their life. Um, and you, for a period after you were doing some of this stuff, you started doing some consulting, started doing some marketing and, uh, you know, what, what does that part of the story look like? Yeah, I just, um, I, like I mentioned with the watch one, I never felt like that was the be all end all. Um, I thought that it would be a great side hustle and I, you know, I'd keep it around and, um, and, it, and it's done that. And the backpacks, that's, that's something that I'd love to put more time and energy into. I have a lot of passion for that outdoor and adventure travel products. Um, but I've, I've always kind of felt like no matter how well those went, if, you know, of course, if, if, if I was, you know, if they were just exploding with growth and, and revenue and all that, and I, I couldn't find a good excuse to put effort elsewhere, um, then of course, you know, I, I, would, I would stick with them. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with them, but, um, but I'm also, I, you know, I just wanted to, to get out and experience different industries and different companies and see what works for them. And just, I don't know, try and get a little, a little more well-rounded experience, both. I mean, all of my experience up until then was, was building these two Luna Wear and Wanaka Outdoors companies. And we've kind of followed the same track with both of those where, We've done crowdfunding straight to e-commerce and, you know, so I, I feel like I grasped that pretty well, but I, I just wanted to get experience elsewhere. And so, yeah, I started doing some consulting and, and I, I never kind of worked with someone offering a service. And so I did this, this first company that I started doing consulting with, they were an, an executive search firm. So, you know, a headhunter recruiting firm. And, but what was cool about it is they were transitioning their business from kind of traditional get on the phone, call people, cold call people, contact through LinkedIn. They were transitioning to build this web-based recruiting platform that was kind of like a match.com for candidates and companies. And so I, I came on to help them build that platform. And it was really cool to see that side of business where they're not offering a physical product, they're offering a service to people. And I had zero experience there. And so that was awesome for me to see that side of things. It was great for me to take that, you know, like building this momentum and hype about the launch of something. It was, it was great for me to, 
use that experience to help them transition to a web-based recruiting platform and, you know, get start lead generation going on and get people on board for when it launches and really, really cool experience. I learned a lot there. Uh, and then I started doing some consulting for um, a company that I actually just recently took a full-time job with, um, Kodiak Cakes. So they make like a boxed whole wheat protein packed um, pancake and waffle mix. But um, they they hadn't done it, hardly any e-commerce aside from, you know, selling on Costco.com, Walmart.com, Amazon, things like that. And they needed someone to help build out their direct-to-consumer e-commerce. And so I, I started helping them with that as a consultant, and uh, they talked me into jumping in full-time. And so that's, that's what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm running the watches. We hired, you know, some employees when I, when I left kind of doing the watches and backpacks full time, we hired some people to help kind of that day-to-day lake work. And then I'm kind of running a more nights and weekends and, but it's, it's awesome. I've been able to get a lot of experience with Kodiak Cakes. They're a really innovative company and um, something, you know, they like to kind of go into sleeping categories and wake them up and come out, come up with innovative products and in the, in the consumer goods products area. So. Dude, I love that. Cause you, I mean, you, you're the epitome of what a true entrepreneur is. And that's the sense of, you know, I look at, you know, the experience and what you're doing and you're like the, the ninja, the assassin, you're going in and you're doing this like spy recon stuff and you're learning <laughs> and growing and you're helping develop these companies. Right. And providing a ton of value, but in return, it's going to just help you become a more well-rounded, stronger, you know, entrepreneur and business person. And, you know, like you said, I mean, stepping away in that role, you've been able to put people in place to create that system, to keep those things automated. They're still growing. They're still, you know, developing as, you know, their own companies and you're just continuing to better yourself. Right. And I think that is the mindset here that, uh, is the differentiator, um, when it comes to most people, right. I think most people just stop their, their growth and their development and they miss out on so many opportunities because of that. But you really saying, hey, look, I want to be in the trenches and continue to develop, you know, my skills and hone them in to become the best at them, um, you know, in, in all different aspects of, of business and real estate or not real estate, but business and life and just, you know, just developing you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's the hope, right? I hope I'm, I'm getting there. I definitely feel like I am a little bit here and there, I learned, I learned a really valuable lesson from this consulting thing or this full-time or this, you know, little venture. And, but that's, I think that's the idea, right. Is, is you pick up a little bit everywhere you can. I, you know, you always hear about people talking about being a sponge and just soaking up anything you can. I try to do that. Um, and yeah, I, I think that obviously there are people who, built businesses and, and they learned everything they needed to know to build a completely successful business. And there's no question that people can do that and do really well and be really successful. And, and, you know, sometimes I look back and think, man, if I would have just like, rather than thinking, ah, let's just keep this, this little watch company just small and automated. Sometimes I wonder if that was, you know, a mistake, but, um, and rather than just like, let's blow this thing up. But you know, I think they're, I think there are really efficient ways to learn things. And some of that is just trial and error and, you know, you'll try something and it fails. And, um, but, and for, you know, for me, it seems like it made sense to go and, and look at other companies and, 
Um, and I wanted both, you know, the consulting and this company, they're both very transparent and open to how they started and, um, what their bottom line looks like on their financials and what's working and what's not working. And so I'm kind of able to peer in behind the scenes and see what mistakes they made as they were growing. And, you know, so I can kind of learn from those mistakes without having to make them myself and both, you know, the recruiting firm, Kodiak cakes, you know, Kodiak cakes is, is growing like crazy. They're, they're blowing up. Um, but they're still a small company, you know, and so they're still transparent and you still are able to, to kind of peer into all the different areas of, of their business and see. Um, anyway, so I, I love that idea of being able to learn from a small company's mistakes without having to make them. And Kodiak Cakes has their stuff figured out now, but they're really transparent about, you know, five years ago, they should have done this, you know, and this was a huge mistake or whatever. And they're, they're awesome with that. So it's been really, really helpful for me. Dude, that's so cool. You really do have such an amazing story. And I appreciate you taking the time to, you know, share just all of your experiences with us. And, you know, you, there, there really is so much to be learned and gained from this interview. Um, I so, so. I'm, just, I'm just winging it. That's all I'm doing, Dave. No, it's perfect. Oh, dude. There's some value. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think that's really where it comes down to, you know, the most value comes from a non-scripted conversation where it's just true, authentic, genuine uh, conversation, right? I mean, it's, it's real raw stuff. And that's what I'm really trying to put out there to people is, Hey, look, like we're all doing this. We're all in the same path and, and, you know, process together. If you just take the steps, then you can see and actually visualize what those results will look like because you're doing something right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So wrapping up here, there's two more questions I want to ask you. One, um, this is one of my favorite questions to ask on these interviews because I think there's so much value that comes from it. Right. And the question, I want you to take a second to think about this, but the question is if you were given one day left to live, what would you leave as your legacy, right? Whether it's family, friends, you know, business associates, just putting it out there. What would be that, that piece of advice that you've learned throughout your experiences so far that has been the most valuable and important? You're getting deep on me, Dave. Give me a second. Let me think. Well, this is the first thing that comes to mind. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but um, I've been able to do a lot of, of really cool things, whether it's sports or travel or, business or whatever, you know, I'm not, not like, not like these crazy, amazing, whatever, but I've like, I've been able to try a bunch of different stuff. And I just like, I try to live like with a lot of optimism and just, you know, if opportunities come my way, I try to look at that as like, hmm, that could be a cool opportunity. Like, you know, um, so I don't know, just like, yeah, look at stuff with, with optimism and, and if an opportunity to in high school, like, go jump off a cliff on skis and kind of experience what that's like to land in, in powder or the opportunity to, you know, let's start making t-shirts or the opportunity to try out Kickstarter, you know, just like, just go for it and, and go for it with optimism. And a lot of good stuff can come from that. I love that, man. That really is such a great point because you're right. I mean, the, when you, when you live your life 
as an opportunist seeking those experiences, they will just naturally come by default and you have your ability to, you know, pick and choose what you, what you want to experience. And I think that's really what the point of life is, is to experience just whatever we can, right. And to build relationships and to do all these amazing things and to help each other grow. And, uh, you know, there's so much that can come from that. Um, so this final question comes more down to the, uh, the family side, right? You, you guys, um, how long have you been married now? Three and a half years. Okay. So it's been a little while. Yeah. Um, your wife's amazing. I know her pretty well too. And, uh, the, the road of entrepreneurship is definitely not the easiest of roads. What has that whole dynamic within your relationship been like with entrepreneurship? Because a lot of people are like, well, I can't start a business. I, you know, I'm married. I, my wife's not going to approve or, you know, we've got kids, we have a, a family and I can't do this right now. But what has that experience been like for you? And how have you been able to get um, the, 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 the buy-in and the support of your spouse, but also vice versa? You're, yeah. I mean, where you're able to support her in the things that she wants to do. Yeah. Let me, let me preface. Yeah. So my wife is awesome. Like she's, she's a champion. She's super supportive and, um, and she's willing to, I guess, make sacrifices for me to try and, you know, make stuff work. Uh, she, so she actually also works for Kodiak cakes and she's been there for five years now. And with, you know, that's kind of how the whole consulting thing came about. And again, with the, you know, the opportunities with optimism, she's like, Hey, do you have any interest in this? And Hey, why not? I, I, I had zero interest in taking a full-time job, but I, I said, I'll help you build out that, you know, anyways, that's how that all happened. And it led to a really good thing. But, um, so she's worked, she's worked there for five years and she started as an intern in college and, uh, you know, she's like me, she likes to, she likes to travel and play and all this stuff. And for her, you know, to be for a long time, I was scared to death of like a nine to five. I, you know, I felt like that was kind of giving up on, you know, my dream. And, um, and here she is for the last five years, like she's been grinding it out. You know what I mean? She's been like, we had, we had, um, health insurance through her work, which put less pressure on me to provide health insurance through, through my companies and, you know, take on this whole other expense. And, um, so she's been awesome. And, and without, without that, like, I wouldn't have been able to, to really make it worth it. You know, she, she, uh, didn't pressure me to take a full-time job. She was kind of like, Hey, are you sure you want to do this kind of thing? And, um, but all of that being said, like, it also is hard, right? Like you're, I don't, I, I would be up till, two in the morning, sometimes working with China or Vietnam, our watches or backpacks. And, and, you know, that's hard. And she, she's going to bed at, you know, 10 or whatever. And then I'm in, in here working and she'll go, you know, when China and Vietnam wakes up, they're kind of the exact opposite of our day. So they're waking up when it's, you know, six to eight o'clock at night, our time. And so she'd go to work and come home at five. And then it's go time for me when I'm working on these projects with, you know, new products and, um, so that, that part of it's really hard. Um, also before I, you know, took the full-time job, I could up and leave on a road trip into Baja. You know, we do that a couple times a year with friends and, and she had her set PTO. And 
so, you know, it's not all butterflies and rainbows for sure. There's stuff we had to work through and like find some give and take to, to make that work. But she's been very accommodating with that and, um, very supportive of, of that and lets me do my, my little Baja trips here and there and lets me stay up late working with China and Vietnam. So yeah, it's just, like I said, it's some give and take, but it definitely, you know, takes the the right, uh, the right type of, of spouse to be able to make that work. And she's definitely been that. So really grateful for that. Dude, that's so cool. And, you know, it shows a lot about who you guys are and just the character you have. And I love that you mentioned, you know, the give and take, because that's so important in a relationship, right? You, if you're trying to go out and do something big and, and create, you know, some sort of a venture or whatever it is, right? I mean, the more that you can support each other, it is that give and take, like you have to be uh, on the same page. You have to be you know, one unit working towards a common goal. And I think that's, you know, what breaks down the epitome of what a great relationship looks like. Yeah. Well, we're, we're trying. Yeah. We got, yeah. I mean, everyone's, everyone's trying, we're trying. So yeah, it's been good so far though. Awesome, man. I love it. Well, dude, this really has been such an amazing interview. I really appreciate you taking the time um, I, as you know, as I mentioned earlier, I really have gained so much value from this conversation. I know our listeners will as well. Um, if they want to get in touch with you, uh, or check out backpacks for Lunaware, Kodiak, or, you know, or just connect with you, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, shoot, shoot me an email. So if, if, if you're interested in, you know, the watches or want to learn more about that, my email is bo at lunaware.com. It's the backpacks at bow at wannacoutdoors.com. Um, but yeah, the backpacks, wannacoutdoors.com. The watches are lunaware.com. And then kodiakcakes.com is my, my latest project that I'm, I'm trying to, to help out with. So all of, all of the above, that's all awesome. So yeah, check it out. Perfect, man. In closing, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Uh, anything that's on your mind that you'd like to share with, uh, with our listeners? No, not really. I just, yeah, I hope, I hope some of that was helpful. Um, I'm, I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but I've helped a lot of people. Um, I, and, and I don't, I don't claim to be some crazy expert, but you know, I've, I've learned a lot from mistakes that I've made and I've learned a lot from some good decisions that I made. And if I can help, I'm more than happy to, if I can answer questions, like, you know, I, people were more than generous helping me get, a little bit of a start. And if I can do that, I'm happy to. So reach out to me. I love it. Awesome, dude. Well, with that, we will conclude this episode of the Wealth Reliance podcast. This has been another amazing episode with an amazing guest speaker. If you like the episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Also share it with uh, those who, you know, want to learn more about entrepreneurship or creating a side hustle income. Uh, as always, you can check out our website, selfreliantwealth.com. And make sure to go out and infuse hope to those in need by teaching correct principles that lead to result-driven action. Go out and make it a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wealth Alliance podcast. I just wanted to take one more minute to thank our sponsors. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle. Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.